The following production is part of the We Be Geeks podcast collective. This podcast is brought to you in part by the Pop Insider. The Pop Insider has all the latest in news, merch reviews, and other geeky goodness. Whether you're a wizard, a Sith Lord, or a superhero, fuel your fandom at thepopinsider.com. Microphones and headphones provided by CAD Audio. CAD Audio, expression through innovation. Produced with podcasting gear from Tascam. Trust your audio to Tascam. Sound thinking. Another episode of Wookie Radio. It is the Smugglers 3, Ken, Derek, myself, Mike, and we are being joined by another fellow smuggler or nerf herder, as we want we could say. Uh, it is JT from the Nerf Herder Council. How's everyone doing? Hello, hello. How's it going? Good to be on with you guys. Thanks for asking me. I appreciate it. Oh, our pleasure. And Derek. Hey. <laughs> There. Man of many words. He's fully engaged. <laughs> so, um, I don't know if y'all remember when we had Dano on uh, a couple weeks ago, but I think within the last week or two, we have finally come up with the name of our hunt, our bounty hunt. Which is gonna, it's not quite really a hunt because smugglers don't hunt unless we hunt for dropped shipments that are just floating out there. Smugglers drops. Um, so that's going to be the prizes are smugglers drops. Uh, but you could get those smugglers drops in the great hyperspace chase. So we are going to be doing things across the hyperspace lanes or the internet. Uh, we just got to figure out how we're going to set up things over on, uh, we're going to use what? Goose Chase is the app we're going to use for a lot of this? I believe that's what it's called, yeah. So. We just got to find it, figure out all the stuff on how to build it and how to make it work. Yeah. That always seems to be the way it works, isn't it? A yes. great idea. Hindered by technology until you get a handle on it. <laughs> well, we we found out here in my household that my daughter has duplicates of the same book. And it's a ah. trade paperback, Star Wars Adventures. Uh, it's the volume titled Endangered right there. This is going to be this is going to be part of the first quarterly prize for the first for either first second or third place. And I'm going to try and get some more nice. larger stuff. So every three months, whoever is the top of the leaderboard before we reset, uh, the top three on the leaderboard um, will rent or win additional prizes uh, along with some credits. And I say I got credits. Oh man, that's got, a lot of credits. We got credits. I just got to try and find pouches that I could put our logo on uh, or the, the great hyperspace chase logo on. Just don't. I could get pouches. I got to find a way of putting the logo on the pouches. <laughs> I may be, talk to me afterwards. I may be able to help with that. Okay. That's the case. I may make the purchase and have it shipped to you. So we'll talk after show. Yeah. Let's talk about it afterwards. So, um, before we get into the beef of the show, we're going to listen to Derek Beef, a uh, <laughs> little Nerf steak there. Um, <laughs> we're we're going to listen to Derek grumble at the sound of. That would be. Oh boy, I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> I thought after going on vacation, I might get out of this. <laughs> I have a really no, bad don't feel bad, Derek. I've, 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 
I have played this a one time. I, I I saw the game and I got I got annoyed because not all of the answers were Star Wars related. So I was playing with a bunch yes, of friends that weren't exactly. huge Star Wars nerds, and and I was like, that is not a Star Wars answer, damn it! And I got all all bent out of shape. <laughs> one of the Trivial Pursuit games is like that too. I believe the DVD Trivial Pursuit was like that. That some of the questions, the DVD questions, was all a matter of just timing. Yes, yeah. my brother hated those too. We we've played. We 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 have a standing. I, I'm up nine games to eight in our lifetime battle in Star Wars Trivial Pursuit, and he hated that because it was whoever could yell the answer faster. <laughs> so this is the first time we've had a guest who's familiar with the cards of the game, but as if he's been listening to the show, he knows we played a little bit different. Instead of one side getting three strikes and the other side stealing, we're going to go back and forth. And closest one to getting the number one answer uh Closest to the number one answer wins in the case of a tie where both parties strike out in the same round. So, as always, our guests go first. So, since it's podcast versus podcast, Nerf Herder Council, representative of one, gets to go first. I'll take that card to the left. Isn't yeah, it? You always, somebody always takes the card to the left. <laughs> you want the card to the left. Who's left? Exactly. <laughs> no, I, I stayed. Um... Seven answers on the board. Besides the Millennium Falcon, what is the name of a ship in Star Wars? How many answers? Seven. Wow. And, and they're, they're looking for name, not type, correct? I just want, I just want to be clear here. Um, actually, it's both. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah. yeah. I'm thinking- <laughs> this, is, this is where some people like. Yeah, that's. Yeah. That's yeah, like some people. Um, We've both grown at the same time, Derek. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Well, uh, since well, these got to all be Star Wars answers, right? <laughs> in this case, in this case, yes. Yeah, you would, you would, you would think so. Um, all right. So, if it's a type or a name, I'm gonna go with X-wing. Is my first answer. Number three. All right. Number three. Go with Star Destroyer. Number two. Mm-hmm. Back to JT. Uh, I'm going to go with Tie Fighter. Number five. Before we continue, are there any proper names of ships other than Millennium Falcon that are on the list? Yes. Wow. All right. I'm going to take a look at. Uh, I'm going to say there's me. three. I'm going to take a look at my three proper three names. Proper names. of vehicles behind. Uh, oh, I got one. Go with Slave One. Number one answer. Wow. Back to JT. All right. I'm going to say. Uh, uh, the executor or the executor or however you pronounce that. Number four. Wow. Ooh, nice. Okay. And it's the. So what do we got left? Executor. I think we got two more. We should. I think we got Are one. You sure. It's the, I, I thought it was the executor. I've never been thing. sure. I've heard it. I, I've, I've heard, heard it both it ways. Executor. Yeah. I've always, I've always thought executor, but. I, it it may be the executor. Whatever based what Or four. <laughs> based on what I heard. In the audiobook by Sarah Kuhn, Dr. Afra. Amazing book. <clears throat> I really liked it. Shameless plug. Another book report. I'm working on it. <laughs> Actually. <laughs> uh, so what are these numbers left? So we have number six and number seven left. Oh. Try Shuttle Tiderian or Tiderian. Mm. That what we're going Ex- with? Yeah. Wow, that was actually made on air. The executor's not. Yeah. That's actually the executor's a deep yeah. pool for general knowledge question. I know, right? Huh. Then there's possibly one other one. I'm th- two other ones I'm thinking of as the actual proper name. But back to JT. Your turn, JT. I'm thinking. I'm thinking of several, but. It just depends on how nerdy the Star Wars fans were that <laughs> were part of the people that answered this question for the card. You um, see these questions; they're not they're not Star Wars people usually. Uh, he, he, yeah. he he said he's played the played the cards before. Yeah, but played, played them properly. Like, yeah, I played two cards and got agitated at one of the cards. <laughs> Um, all right, let's see here. So we've already gotten Slave One, and we've gotten the Executor. Yep. So the thir- so the so the last remaining one is a, is a proper name. So I am uh, going. There, there's to... a proper name and a ship type are the two remaining ones. Are there seven answers or eight? Seven. I thought we had one through five already. One through six. Nope. Okay. Um, I'm gonna go me, with. If you need me to do a recap? I'll do a recap. No, I'm gonna get this wrong anyway. <laughs> um, I will say the Avenger. That was my other option if you didn't say Executor. Uh, uh, yeah, I didn't think it would be that one. Back to Wookie Radio. 
Oh, which one do I choose? Which one do another I choose? Ship is probably another Rebel Fighter play ship. That's what I'm thinking. There's two. There's two that I'm thinking of, and I'm not sure which one. It was. All right, I'm gonna go with Y Wing. Good answer. Good answer. Ah, it's probably the other one I'm thinking of. Back to JT. If it's a fighter ship, I don't know if it's even a fighter. I'm gonna go with Tantive Four. Yeah, I was thinking of that. Number too. six. Yep, one left. Can we sweep the card before third strike? So it's yeah, I'm trying to think. Is like they don't. They, there's not usually a lot of prequel love on these cards. No. Just awesome ships yeah. in the prequels, but there's not a lot of prequel love on these cards. I, I can tell you, it's not a prequel. I think so. There's one ship that I, I was. There was one other ship I was thinking of. You think of B or A? Which one do you think would be more known? I think B-Wing's more common. You think so? I think so, because what are the Imperial ships? We had TIE Fighters. There's no shuttles yet. Yeah, the Star Destroyer. No, and Star Destroyer. Unless they decided, someone decided to put the Death Star on there as a ship, which technically it does fly around. <laughs> it has propulsion. <laughs> technically. So, I don't know. The B-Wing and A-Wing are the other two that I would say would be the best options. But I, out of those two, I think the B-Wing has made, made the bigger impact. On the general populace. Uh, what, what do you think? I, I actually have a different idea from either of those. Oh, ah. interesting. Well, uh, I think they're great choices, though. Let, let's get our strike. Go ahead and pick one, Ken. <laughs> let's go with the B wing. <laughs> Third strike. Uh, I would have went with the A-Wing, but that's probably not right either. Yeah. So, JT, what did you have for your other option? I was going to guess a snow speeder. Mm. Possibly, yeah. I had thought of that. So, since JT wins, it now puts it 10, 10 wins for other podcasts, 7 wins. And What's the last answer? We played this game that many times. <laughs> we have played that game yeah. that many times. And we've not gotten any better. And I think there was, I think there was two shows we played it twice. So, um, number seven was A-Wing. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's, that's the one I was going to go with, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, that's all right. As we were staring at it in the background. Yep. It's the one oh. ship. It, but y'all went with the one ship that Derek does not have back there, unless I didn't see it. Uh, B-Wing, I have. I have seven. Yeah. Okay, I see I see it right there. Yeah. That's more, that's more than the Rebel Alliance had. <laughs> <laughs> I think this might have been, if not the only one, one of the only questions that was pretty much all Star Wars answers. Yep, yep. Yeah, that was pretty good. I Almost was, a sweep. Yeah, I listened to I that one gonna... a couple weeks ago, and then when it, uh, the one about Yoda dressing up for a costume party, one of the top answers was a dog, and I was like, "See, this would have had me. <laughs> yeah. This would have had me all kinds of pissed off if I was." Playing. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Well, I, I can't believe knowing the exactly. other answers questions to these questions in the past. I'm shocked that the Executor and the Tantive Four were on there. Yeah. Me too. Live one is common enough that people would know it, but those two are a little are deeper pulls that Star Wars fans know that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the 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 executor everyone remembers from Empire Strikes Back. That's why. If I remember right, it wasn't even in the original cut of Empire. Yeah, it, it was a regular Star Destroyer. That didn't right. show up originally until Return of the Jedi. No, isn't it? In isn't it the? Doesn't it show up at? Huh? I don't think uh, so. No, I don't think These are the questions so, I always no. get wrong in, tri- in trivia contests. Well, I know, right? <laughs> yeah. Same admirals, Piet, and all of them. Are like, oh, which one is that? Oh, oh yeah. Well, you got what you do is you look at Empire and watch the scenes that the executors in, and it's obvious that's not orig- that was not there originally. Okay. Either that or they truly enhanced it afterwards. But you can see that it's not it was added. Because they've cleaned it up and made a lot of the added footage better. You can still tell what was original and what wasn't. Yeah. It's funny because I'm actually just about to watch uh Empire. I, I just a week ago got the Harmy Harmy's editions, uh the Blu-rays, and my wife and I watched A New Hope the other night. So we're actually about to watch uh Empire mm. tomorrow. So I'm I'm now I'm gonna be on the lookout for that. So Okay, for those who don't know, what are the Harmies? Editions. Those are the they're they're called the despecialized editions, and basically it's this filmmaker and he he and a whole bunch of other guys that are just huge original trilogy lovers, and they hate the special editions and they think that it just ruined their childhood type of thing. But they got together and they took uh, footage and audio and whatnot from all of, all the previous sources, like original thirty five millimeter cuts, uh, the laser discs, the Blu rays. Uh, a lot of it comes from there, and they basically redid the original trilogy to kind of put it back to how it was when they came out in 77, 80, and 83. 
And um, it's it's really cool because when you go watch them, you get it, it does look a lot different. Um, but I, it, it's kind of interesting for me because I've never really been one of those people that hates the special editions. I'm like, okay, it's added graphics. The story's the same. Um, it could have just went out and got these. <laughs> yes, those would be better. <laughs> But then they'd have to get the, the the VCR as well as the VHS tapes to. Oh, do it, you so. know everybody yeah. has a VHS sitting in their attic somewhere. You know, I I finally do I not have one. I had one for years, and I don't have one anymore. Yeah, I don't have one either. But yeah, so I mean, it, it's 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 awesome to go back and watch the movies that way. Um, it's very interesting to see what they cleaned up, what they changed. Like, I mean, the the Han shot first thing, you don't even really see a laser blast. It's just a big puff of smoke. Yeah. So all the people saying Han shot first, it's like, well, yeah. technically. You don't really see that, so I guess. I guess. Uh, yeah. Well, also, if I remember right, there was only one blast during that, so technically Han's yep. the only yeah. one who shot. He didn't shoot yeah. first, only shot. Yes. Yeah. And you know, of course, you know that's that's infamous now because there's 85 different versions of it. Right. You know, there's that there's that new weird one on Disney Plus. I don't know if you guys saw that, but it's it's all like silly. There's the added word or whatever. Yep. And, yeah, the last things that Lucas did when he was prepping everything for the Blu-ray releases or whatever, that was the last thing he added in there before he handed off to uh, Disney. Yeah. I, I don't know. Why do you have to keep changing that? I mean, it's what's the point? Because <laughs> he, he, he's, yeah. he's under the belief that here's a character who eventually becomes a major hero in the story. He can't have a a murderous past, so to speak. Yeah, he cannot have been the bad guy. Whereas, realistically, he's a reluctant hero. He doesn't want to be a hero. He just wants to go be his own thing. He wants to be solo. Yeah. (laughs) To play on his name. So a scoundrel. So exactly. That's what I You do what you do to survive. Yep. Right. And I, I, I've had people try and tell me, oh, well, it, you know, it, it totally changes his character. And I'm, I've always said, no, I, I don't think so. I don't think any of us that ever have seen, you know, the original trilogy, no matter what version we don't. If you see him, you know, not shoot first, you're like, oh, he's such a nice guy now. He's so different. This is a I this know, is right? a shiny, happy Han Solo. It's like, well, no, it's just. And, and back then, um, being the, the elder statesman here, um, I, I will safely assume that JT doesn't come close to my age yet. Um, I'm surprised. I think I'm four years different. You said you said you were. How old were you when the original came out? Uh, I was six, turning seven when the original okay. came out. Yeah, hmm. I I was uh, uh, seven. So I was I was a year and a half. So we're not too far off. Yeah. So I'll, I'll yeah. still say I'm elder statesman. <laughs> um, that would make me the second oldest. Yep. I'm uh, still the youngest somehow. Rub it in. the baby. JT's got me by like a year. Right? So, um, <laughs> and, and just for the record, the reason why Ken sounds a little different tonight is the First Order got a hold of his comlinks and caused him to do a major <laughs> update, so he's running off his data pad. Yeah. So. Um, he's not even halfway through the updates yet. <laughs> Jeez. Mm-hmm. Maybe if you got a newer astromech. Well, maybe. Uh, yeah, but this one's been through a lot with me. Hey, and it's got a good. It, it's motivators hey. working, so yeah. <laughs> something to be said for the old reliable. Hey, that's right. That's why when I went to build a droid, I picked an astromech, not a ball droid. I still have to find. In a new hope, I still swear there was a cut where um, R2 breaks the motivator off that R5 unit. I saw that somewhere. No. In your dreams. Or it's in a book or something. Um, R2 actually broke something off that R or R five as it drives away. There's a there's the impre- the impression I always got is the R five unit starts to roll away with C three PO and he starts like rocking back and forth as if he's transmitting something to the R five causing him to glitch for that motivator to go. Yeah. Or either that or he's whining. Uh, no, don't leave me, yada, yada, yada. And then R5 just has a guilty conscience and is like, no, I'm not going to separate the friends. take on it. That was always, always the, the impression I I had gotten as a child. But staying on impressions as a child, I always felt okay with Han shooting Greedo because at the time he wasn't a rebel. We knew that. He was just a pilot. He was a pilot. He was a pilot for hire. And when, when you first see him, just the way he's presented as just some guy in this dark, 
dingy bar. It's kind of nefarious looking. And, you know, I mean, I was I was four years old when I saw, you know, New Hope for the first time in 1980. They put it out here in Cleveland uh, like a month before Empire came out. One of our local theaters put a New Hope back out. So I'm a four year old kid. And when I saw Han Solo come on screen first, you know, even as a little kid, I was like, oh, there's something up with this guy. You know, he's cool, but he's not it's not real. I don't know if he's a good guy. So it was never a case of him being, you know, some shining knight and knight in shining armor or something like that. He was always kind of sketchy. So, you know, I've I've never I've never been on board with the well, it changes his character type of thing. I'm like, what changes the graphics on the screen? But what what? What changes the character is this whole concept of Greedo shooting first right. and missing. Yeah. That's what changed to me. That's what changes the whole character of, of Han is, okay, he fires, he fires back in the self-defense, in, in the case of self-defense, not in a case of survival. Yeah. Whereas originally yeah. it's like, okay, he's surviving. I'm okay with that. Right, because that's what he does, and that's what he's going to do. And, um, you know, we we see that. You know, even with his time on the Death Star, is he he's there trying to survive. He just wants to get paid, um, etc. Once Alderaan's gone, once they get Princess Leia, once they go to Yavin Four, you know, Luke tries to lay the guilt trip. What? You're not going to stick around? You're just going to take your money and run? Of course, he doesn't become the hero that we we start to know and love until after he comes back and. And take takes out Vader and the other Tie Fighter while Luke's in the trench run. Yeah, right. And I think that even that's not even really solidified until he he goes into the Carbonite. You know, because right. even even after that, I mean, he you know he's he's still trying to get get out of Dodge in the beginning of Empire. Right. You know, uh, you know I've got a price on my head and exactly. So yeah, it, but then all of a sudden, once he gets Leia out and they go on that part of the adventure in Empire, and then he goes into the Carbonite. Then I think after that, when he comes out, he's full. You know, General Solo. He's in full General Solo mode. So. Yeah. Well, here's the thing that that got me is when we see Empire and they're talking about how um, Han still got to get back to Jabba to pay off the money he owes to him. I'm like, if the Rebellion really wants to keep him around, why aren't they cutting a check for him? (laughs) For him. Well, and and sending the money to Jabba going, this is to pay off what what Han Han Solo owes you. Well, they're kind of a little budget affair. So yeah, they're, where they're, would they get the money for that? They kind of they kind of broke. I mean, look at the ships they're flying and everything. Well, where they get just tunnels carved out of ice? <laughs> they can't uh, afford buildings. Where where they get yeah. the money to pay them initially? Right. So that was probably all they had. Right. It was Leia's inheritance well, came. after Baylor got Yeah, I was going to say <laughs> it's probably Leia directly from Leia. <laughs> he, he was looking for one month. She had some cash too. You gotta remember, she was an old, um, an old public senator, also. So she had some cash squirreled away, uh, squirreled away somewhere. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> yeah, sure, but you're gonna give that away to, to some scoundrel. See, well, if Obi Wan promised, <laughs> yeah. See, this, this is this is a case of Han Solo looking for money in Alderaan places. Oh, there it is. <laughs> Oh boy! Just happens sooner than later. Um, <laughs> you went so low for that. Oh, so oh. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> so low, I did a Lando. Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh! Uh, before before we get any further into this wormhole, we're starting to head down towards. Oh, yeah, a little too um, for me. To, no, we'll stop the punishment. Um, tell us a little bit about the Nerf, ha- Nerf Herder Council. Well, uh, we uh, it's kind of an interesting time for us right now. We've been around, uh, oh, it'll be six years in uh, December. And our first huh? ever episode was our React episode to um, The Force Awakens, actually. And mm-hmm. the idea for the show uh, was mine and my brother AJ's. Um, who you know has been the co-host with me and my friend Steve since the beginning. Um, he recently left the show, uh, but we we, had, we were actually at uh, Celebration Anaheim, and we were kind of walking around. and And I have a very good friend who does a very popular music podcast on the weekends. He's actually uh, in his tight little area. He's about the second biggest one in the country. And so I, I've I've done radio. I, I sing in a cover band on weekends, and so so I've done a lot of radio. I've done podcasts. And my brother and I were just kind of walking around and going, why can't we do a podcast? We know enough people that can help us, you know, tell us what to buy, how to do it, this, that, and the other. 
And so we were kind of walking around after the closing ceremony and kind of came up with a name and we're like, all right, let's do this. So eight months later, because we were incredibly lazy, um, <laughs> Uh, or six months later, excuse me. Uh, we, we finally started getting it going and, uh, we've been going ever since it's a biweekly thing. And, um, it, it's kind of, it's kind of weird as podcasts go, I would say only because we're a little different for a star Wars podcast, because we definitely don't take ourselves seriously. Like you said, we were just about to go down a wormhole. Well, that's, that's kind of, we end up doing that. It's kind of like if you had, like you guys are like three friends, like BSing about star Wars, but, um, we're like that too, but I think a little more irreverent. Like we definitely, you know, some of the humor gets a little crazy. Like we, you know, we had an episode reacting to Solo before the movie came out talking about we got down some stupid rabbit hole about how the Falcons all banged up because maybe Han was flying around drunk driving and everything. And, you know, like just we just we, something makes us laugh. We end up riffing on it. And um, but, uh, you know, the this, show's this a lot of fun and we wanted to present something a little bit different because we knew that we weren't quite as knowledgeable as the other shows out there. So, you know, we wanted to do something a little bit different um, because otherwise we wouldn't stand out at all. Um, and so, you know, it's it's been it's been a lot of fun. Um, we're actually in a major period of change right now. As I said, my brother, AJ, stepped down uh, about a month and a half ago uh, with all the political and social stuff going on. He decided that he wants to talk about those things instead of Star Wars. So he's, you know, mm-hmm. he, he stepped out of the show. Um, but we're going from just simply an audio podcast to we'll be live streaming. Uh, each of our biweekly episodes are going to be live um, and they'll be you know, streaming on our YouTube page and on our Facebook page. Uh, people can comment live and stuff like that. And then we'll also have the audio stuff coming out. But, uh, you know, Steve and I are keeping it going and um, it, it's been a lot of fun. You know, it's you know, I know you guys have talked about how you guys are just three friends that just want to get together and, and talk Star Wars. And that's exactly what it's exactly what ours is. And uh, as I say, we're we're a little bit irreverent. And um, you know, I think I hate to I hate to phrase it this way, but we're we're not really afraid to say if we don't like something. Um, we're you know, the we same way. Yeah, I think you know there, there's a lot of shows that do shill a little bit. I think um, they're still phenomenal mm-hmm. shows. I just I, I feel like I'd be being disingenuous if. You know, I, and I try to stay out of this argument. You know, for example, with Rebels, I none of us are, were very big Rebels fans. Um, mm. You know, so you know to get on there and be like, "Oh, Rebels is great," I'd be lying. You know, it's you know half it was great, half it That's was not. Day, you're off the show. <laughs> hey, I, J- JT, I, are, you, are, you, are you still there? JT, <laughs> JT. I just, yeah, I mean, yeah, see, they probably didn't like Rebels, but they loved Resistance. <laughs> I, I I could only get I could only get through a few episodes of that too. That one was finally a little too kiddie-ish for me. And Rebels, like you know, yeah. I mean, I I purposely stayed off a of Twitter thread today where people were talking about the Obi Wan Darth Maul quote unquote duel and saying, oh, it's one of the best things in Star no. Wars. And I'm going, <laughs> no, I'm, yeah, I'm going, no. I did, I you know, I don't want to be negative on there because you get crucified. But I'm like, that was terrible. There's all this buildup, yeah. and then it's Maul's like, I'm mad at you. Obi-Wan sticks them and then they have this moment. I was like, I remember thinking it was over before I could even react. I'm like, what the hell is that? I know. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. You know, but uh, I, but I, I don't, I don't want people nuts. to, yeah, I don't want, I don't want to come across as negative. So I try to stay out of that stuff, but we are honest on the show about those things and, you know, we joke about it. And so, well, I, I, know, I, I think it's fun. I think we talked about it here even um, when that all happened. I think so. Yeah. We, we were excited that, okay, trailer says they're going to battle. And this is going to be epic. Get through the you know, get to the episode. It's building. It's going to be epic. Couple saber clashes. They connect. They separate. And all, all of a sudden, Obi Wan slips into the Qui Gon pose. Maul's dead. Yeah. What? Yeah. Really? It was like two seconds. I was like, what? Like, it yeah. happened so fast. I was like, I waited for this. <laughs> like, you I know. Be kidding me. Yeah, so, I, like, I felt the same way. I just, it was, it was so anticlimactic, and you know, I mean, like, like I said, like the thing, the thing for me with Rebels beyond that, and don't, don't get me started on on the space whales because that just, that just, <laughs> oh my god, I that episode, I've referenced it so many times on the show as one of like the worst things in Star. 
Star Wars. And <laughs> sorry, sorry for spoiler alert for anybody that hasn't seen Rebels or knows how it ends. But when it ends using the space whales, I just couldn't believe it. I was like, well, that's a cat on this show for me. But, uh, you know, I, I thought I thought that like half the episodes were good and half the episodes weren't. Like, I like the episodes that stuck with the main storyline. But then they had like every other episode was just some kind of filler episode of them doing something. And I was like, well, what the hell is this? It, it kind of took me out of the experience of it. So well, that, that's, that was that's going to give me some uh, some interesting things to think about when I get to that portion of my rewatch experiment that I'm doing. See, I want to rewatch it as well to see if maybe it's different because my brother did that and he's like, it's. It, he said, I think it's a little better the second time around. So maybe yeah, I, I'm I mean, currently rewatching the entire saga, even include Clone Wars, Rebels, Mandalorian, everything. I'm rewatching the whole thing for one of my other podcasts. So I'm going to have to keep that in mind when I rewatch Rebels. Experiment's going to take 15 you said. years, but he'll be there eventually. <laughs> you <Yeah>. got <laughs> that right. <laughs> yeah, I got plenty, plenty of content. Yeah. Uh, I, I just started rewatching uh, Rebels today. Um, I'm on s- second episode. Uh, just other things gotten. I got through the first episode halfway through second before like, okay, I just need, <laughs> I got other stuff I got to be doing at the moment, but I, I'm, I'm just starting to rewatch Rebels. Because um, it's like, you didn't get to the space whales yet. <laughs> no, I'm yeah. still in season one. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I have to do that. I I really do. I I know I, the, the one the one episode that stands out. At least I can say there's a great episode. Was the uh, the one where the the clones come back and they have yeah. that at battle in the in in the sands. Oh, yeah. that was awesome. That episode was fantastic. And I I thought, oh, this is you know, let's keep doing more of that. And there, you know, I think that for me that was the high point of the show. Um, I pretty much called Ahsoka was Fulcrum. Like, after the second or third time, I heard her voice. Did you? I heard the voice of Fulcrum. I'm like, God, it sounds like Ashley. It sounds like Ashley being processed. And then all of a sudden, it's like, okay, it is. And she comes out and says, you know, I, I was the voice of Fulcrum processed until... <laughs> The character was announced. Right. Like, okay. Yeah, I, I wondered what they were going to do in terms of bringing back other, you know, previous characters after, after they brought the clones back so prominently, you know, when they had Rex in there like that. I was like, okay, are they going to, are they going to bring some other fan favorites in? Um, I, I had no speculation the way you did, but I, I just wondered if it was going to be mm. you know, kind of like that. Yeah. You know? And I think as we've seen going forward, like Dave Filoni has no shame in bringing Clone Wars characters back and putting them everywhere, you know? <laughs> It's, which 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 is not a bad thing. It's it's cool. But man, yeah. you know, I mean, the Mandalorian started turning into Clone Wars Junior near the end, and yeah. you know, had all kinds of those references. Yeah, and stuff. I wasn't. Yeah. Uh, well, when uh, you, you know, Floney's the man when he's able to take a character from Return of the Jedi and come out and go, "That's Rex." <laughs> Even though that's not the name of the character when originally labeled. Yep. Retconning 35 year old characters or however long it's been. (laughs) Now I have to, I have to say one thing that I'm a little wary of the, the rumors and stuff that they're going to be bringing Ahsoka into the Mandalorian and all this stuff. I kind of don't want that. I kind of like that the Mandalorian is kind of its own thing, and I don't need to see all these other characters in it. Yeah, I, I completely agree. I, I don't know if you guys saw, but <clears throat> someone put it out online. Uh, but they, there, someone put like a uh, like a, a call sheet almost, and it's two pages long of headshots of actors that are rumored that are supposed to be in it with the characters they're playing and it's all these like legacy characters and i'm going okay and it's got official lucasfilm watermark on it so you know you can photoshop anything these days but 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 a lot of them that were on there had been pretty much almost confirmed and i'm reading this going you know you know Derek, i completely agree with you like i don't want to see all this like i love that it's a thing right yeah i mean the dark saber part of it's cool and you know right that that's fine but if we're just going to start rehashing everything it's well, why are we doing that so yeah although they can they can have as many biker scouts in it as they want because biker scouts are amazing yes 
So that's, <laughs> I I, agree. I, I'm building scout trooper armor as we speak. So oh, nice, awesome. See, I don't, I don't know. When remember when the first season was uh, before we had the first season, there was a list of like ten or fifteen different people that were in the series. But you got to remember, like seventy five percent of them had like one off spots. So sure. all these yeah. people that True. announced Mandalorian season two are probably either glorified cameos or it's just a one episode and they're done. Like if Ahsoka's in there, we're going to see yeah. her and that's it. Set up something I later. Would be okay it's with not going to be a Kurt Fire series season. Yeah, because they, have, yeah, they I'd be okay with that. Yeah, yeah. I just a lot of these characters to, to be they're not come. The Ahsoka show. Yeah. yeah. No, the, I, I guarantee they're not going to do that. They're yeah. Just put them and all then, then I'm okay with that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're all just going to be Imperials. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Hanks is in the show. What the heck? He's hey. in one episode. He gets shot, falls over. There's Tom Hanks. See you later. He's grand. He's grand off gum. Remember. You're breaking up there, the show. Oh, sorry. Esposito was uh, supposed to be one of the stars of the show. He was in an episode in a partial. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I yeah, love I mean, him. I mean, you always got to take it with a grain of salt. And right, unfortunately, yeah. you know, unfortunately, there's no celebration here in a couple weeks. Uh, can we all like please shed tears of sadness over that? Um, you know, there's no celebration for us to really kind of find out some more specific details about it. Um, well, so, you know, I'm surprised yeah, they're not even doing they, a virtual. What? There's there's been no talk of a virtual celebration, even though Repop yeah, is even though Repop is going to be doing a virtual New York Comic Con since they announced that the physical show has been canceled. Yeah, I thought they were going to do the well, same I thing. I, I do have to say I'm kind of glad that it's in two years, though, because the amount of money I blew in Chicago last year was absolutely like ridiculous. Yeah. Now, <laughs> Chicago was your second show? Second celebration? No, I, I've, I've actually been to every – my first one was in 2010, and I've been to all of them since. Okay. So, so C5 was my first one. All right. That was my first one. That was that, – it was so funny that, that like, I, I'm at celebration the first day, and my mind is – I mean, you probably had the same experience. Yeah. Like, you walk in, and your mind just – you just go, it's Star Wars everywhere. And you're just in this, like, fog of, you know, nostalgia. Yeah. And we go to the – it was, like, noon or something, and we go to – uh, we go to the food court, and it was absolutely jam-packed. Yeah. And it was me and my brother and two of our buddies, and we sit down at a table, and, you know, there's, you know, four seats open, so we sit down. So I eat, and I get up to throw out my trash, and as I throw out my trash, I turn, I bump into somebody, and I say, oh, excuse me. I look up, and it's Ben Burt. I was like, holy crap. Yeah. He's like, hey, sorry to ask, but you wouldn't happen to have a spot open at your table, would you? And I said, yes, we do. And I happened to look over his shoulder like, please say somebody have gotten up. Please, somebody have gotten up. And sure enough, somebody had gotten up. So he comes over. And so the first couple hours I'm at Celebration, I'm eating lunch with Ben Burt. And I was like, yeah, Celebration, is, I love this place. Like, it, yeah. was, it was awesome. So that was my very first you know, memory. And then I got my, my tattoos. I've got uh, Star Wars on my forearms. So I got that in Tattoo Alley that year. Actually, just a couple days ago. I think yesterday, the day before, it came up on my Facebook memories. But um, so, yeah, I, I've been to all of them since, but that first one was just, okay. man, oh, man. Yeah, I was at uh, Celebration 5, Celebration 6, and then Celebration 2017, all three of the ones here in Orlando. Sure. So, yeah, I, I, I will say this. If you guys are planning on going to Anaheim, it is expensive. I honestly am not planning on going to Anaheim because of just the, That's the cost. That's why I haven't gone. Yeah, it's I, – I remember in 2015 in Anaheim, I, I always saved the same amount for each trip, you know, outside of um, – outside of like lodging and flights because that you can't it's just it is what it is in terms of spending money i always bring the same amount of money and by friday evening and my brother and i we we arrive on tuesday night so we go tuesday night and then we head home on monday's our travel day uh by friday night in anaheim i had already spent more money than i had spent the entire time a couple years earlier in orlando i was <laughs> i was not happy with the prices out there i'm like you gotta be kidding me <laughs> so i fun one i i had when i was at at uh, Celebration 6? No, Celebration 5. Because that was also the first year of the app, which I loved having that app uh, yep. and, the, and the form that was on the app. Uh, I was in line to pick up... Um, I forgot what exclusive it was. I think it was the Hasbro exclusive, the the bounty hunters. 
full oh, yeah. mm-hmm. and circus, which I have. Yep. Um, I heard someone in line state, yeah, with this purchase, this is going to put me over $11,000 spent at this show. <laughs> I'm like, oh. whoa. <laughs> I can't, yeah. I'm barely making my mortgage. I can't even yep. think about spending that much. It's killing me. It's killing me to think about spending what I'm going to spend on this. I know. I I'm not nearly close to that, but it was not. <sighs> so it wasn't good. <laughs> and I wanted to go. What does eleven thousand dollars worth of merch look like, and how do you ship it home? Yeah. Yeah. Really. Uh, That's insane. It's not that much. No. Yeah, d- depending yeah. on what you get. Yeah, yeah it I depends actually, on what you get. Yeah. I have I have a buddy who, who's out in Youngstown. He's uh, one of the leaders of the Ohio Star Wars Collectors Club, and he's got I mean an absolutely enormous collection. He does those room sales. I don't know if you guys are familiar with those, but it's the high end collectors when they're yep. trying to mm-hmm. get stuff like for thousands and thousands of dollars. Like they don't bring it to the show floor. They basically it, almost all of it is 100% trade, and he do, he does those. And some of the some of the, he's shown me some of the things that he's brought. And I'm like, okay, $11,000, that might get you an item and a half, depending on some of the stuff these guys are are dealing with. So, well, I'm I'm glancing through Facebook now and there's someone on the Celebration Anaheim 2022 page going 10 years ago today was Celebration 5. It was one of the best out of all nine stateside ones I've attended so far. Shorter lines, the Macquarie Archives, Last tour to indoor at Disney World, the Hoth Bar by G4 TV. <laughs> I love that bar. Um, I got so drunk at the Hoth Bar. <laughs> <laughs> I was upset that they weren't that G4 was not broadcasting from there like they had done at a few other shows earlier that year, like San Diego Comic Con and hmm. uh, Emerald City and uh, C2E2. Yeah, I heard some people complaining about that. G4. What was that, Ken? I just miss G4, and Jenna Channel was awesome. I'm well, hearing rumors and maybe it's coming, coming back. back. Oh, rumors going around. It's, Olivia Munn's part of there. it. Good. Maybe part of it. Yeah. Maybe a part well, of it. Kevin well, she kind of she kind of deserted so. it in the first place. So yeah, I don't know. But yeah, anyway, but um, we we have our one of our patrons. He gave us a great concept of uh, Star Wars favorites, uh, I guess is the little oh boy. question we could go with. Um, and These are this, always tough. This week, it, uh, he, he poses the topic. Uh, this was his idea this time instead of me just coming up with something. But it's it, this whole idea of the favorites uh, started with him because he asked us originally favorite droid. Um, tonight, the question is going to be, and we're going to start with JT, since we were all around when everything started, favorite childhood Star Wars toy? Uh, man, that's... Well, actually, no. It's an easy one, and well, well, I'll make it. I'll make it a little easier. Top three favorite. Okay, so one, I okay, one I never got, and I think I think it was you, Mike. You were talking about you never got this one either. Uh, the the Millennium Falcon. Yeah, I there was a kid a couple houses down from us whose parents were pretty loaded. And so he had everything. Like we had a lot of it, but he had everything. And so he had the Millennium Falcon, and I didn't. And I was just so bummed out. I was like, I want that so bad. Like Han Solo and the Falcon are like religion to me. You know, in my life, it's Han Solo and the Falcon, and Eddie Van Halen and that red striped guitar, the Frankenstrass. So, <laughs> you know, like that's the, so not having the Falcon just killed me. If um, you if you go to the the Mo, uh, Mubo Droid Builders Club on Facebook. There's someone who has an astromech with the Van Halen stripes. Really? On the drug. It looks <laughs> That's great. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I, I did a, a karaoke competition at Force Cello, the Force Cello party in Chicago last year, and there was a dude in uh, Mandalorian armor that was painted the Van Halen stuff. Oh, so cool. I, I, about, I about lost it. I was like, that is the coolest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, yeah, I would say I, I, I would say I have a top two and, you know, number two would be the Falcon because number one, um, you know, like I guess I discovered Star Wars in 1980. So I was a four year old kid. Well, I had this little record player that would play the little 45s and my mom and dad got me the uh, Empire Strikes Back record that played like the movie story and stuff like right, that. Right. Read along with the book. Yep. And I, I wore out. I think I had to go back and buy like four different like repurchases because I wore it out so badly. 
just over and over and <laughs> over again just playing that empire record as a little kid um mm-hmm. so i would say i would say that's my number one because that's that's the one toy i remember just absolutely uh-huh. do the most All right so if Ken's trans or signals are strong enough and not being jammed by the first order virus that he's having to update from, I'll let Ken go yeah. next. Can mean only one thing: invasion. Mm-hmm. Being, I think he may be. Right. He may be. He may be getting jammed. No, I didn't. And it tastes like raspberry. <laughs> I was gonna go there. No, 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 no. But elderberry. elderberry. Another good reference. Yes. Your but, mother was uh, a hamster. Yes. But um, no, I didn't have a whole lot of toys when I was a kid. But I remember growing up, why it's like the stuff I was um like amazed with was like the Ewok Village. I have one now, but the Ewok Village was amazing back when I when it was first introduced and all the stuff you could do with it and all the um the rock and actually having the net that you could pull people up in and stuff. Yeah, that was awesome. Yep. That's the That's one that great. jumps out at me right now. What about two and three, or do you have a two and three? I didn't. Well, the, everybody in the world wanted the Falcon always. Yeah. Um, I always, I've never really got to check out the the Slave One. Always seemed like a really cool toy. Oh yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was very cool. And I never had it, but it was. Uh, was another one that was really cool because of all the different. Oh, that was a, I had that. That see, was a cool toy. B wing was right as I was exiting. Ah, see, and, and, and uh, I had and I had a choice between either the B wing at the time or the GI Joe F fourteen Tomcat. I went with the F fourteen. Oh, I went with the Sky Striker. Sky Striker, yep. I went with the Sky, Sky Striker. Striker. Awesome. <laughs> that thing was, um, I'm like, wait. I loved my Sky Striker. I mean, I, I, my favorite was I have one my- uh, the Rattler. I have one of those. My brother had the Rattler. Uh, as much as I loved my Star Wars ships, even then, it's like, wait, Kenner's putting out this, but Hasbro's got this. Uh, same amount of money. I'm getting that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, Derek, what about you? Oh, boy, that's a, that's a tough one. Uh, I think my top three favorites in no particular order um, – I loved the uh, Death Star place, the big, yep. uh, like three or four tier one. That one yep. was awesome. Yeah. With the with the uh, the garbage, yeah, um, the garbage compactor, yeah, yeah, yep. the compactor with the, with the little foam pieces and the little Dianaga in it. Yep. Um, I love that one. I loved the Dagobah. A playset that was yeah, awesome. That was um, is that the one that had the foam pit? Yes. Like, yeah. Yes. Yep. Yeah, and, and you push and a button, you can make make things kind of float. The rocks. Uh huh. Yeah. The rocks, the rocks and the cargo and stuff. Cargo boxes. Yep. 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 Mm-hmm. I love that. That was an awesome one. And for my third choice, oh boy. Um, I think I think oh, for sentimental value because it was one of the best Christmases I ever had. I will go with the slave one. Okay. Uh, I add one to my. I'm gonna before you go, Mike. I just realized one because I'm looking over Derek's shoulder and I completely neglected the uh, speeder bike with the with the biker scout. Yes. I, oh, the one the one with the push button that would explode. fly apart. Yep. Yes. I I, oh, I, ended yes. Up, I ended up buying myself several of those so I could have like a whole bunch of biker scouts on my desk. Oh at, yeah. At home when I was I love it. So sorry sorry to interrupt. I know no you were going next, Mike, but I saw that I was like, how can I forget the speeder bike? (laughs) (laughs) Favorite toys that I never got to own is the Falcon and the Adat. Oh, the Adat, yeah. Um, Toy. My favorites that I owned. Uh, the Death Star playset was there. That was one of the first major things I got. I got that for Christmas. First oh, major God. thing I got. Um, the land speeder. I must have gone through four oh, or five yeah. of those because I kept yep. either breaking the button or I kept breaking the top top check. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, at this point in time, I'm looking on eBay for a nice, clean, original Kenner land speeder, and I'm looking for some that have the broken top because I'll, I'll shave it down that way i could do two variations of the same same speeder mm-hmm. <laughs> variant it might be hard I to get check. a good I one I, i've seen them I have the land speeder down power of the force i'm not sure the power of the force ones are still pretty close because there was even the one yeah the one i had is the one where you you pulled the gear shift inside and the spring yep. wheels drop i never the had wheels popped out i never had the sonic one with the r2 remote that you clicked and it would move 
Oh yeah, uh, I never, I never had, had that, that one. Um, I wish I had that one. My, my I thought that was the sand crawler. No, there was there was a land speeder mm-hmm. that was the same way. Yeah. Oh, okay. It was a little bit bigger. And then the the last one um, that was a favorite, even though I had the original X wing, which was white. I think Derek may have mm-hmm. it in the background. Uh, I got it as a reward for doing my first and only piano recital. I got the battle damaged <laughs> X wing, which was oh, gray. Yeah. Came with the battle damage stickers and i loved it that was the x-wing that i had and i that was that was an awesome one as well I, yeah i think wait now the original x-wing is the one i got for the recital because the battle damage didn't come till return of the jedi and we were in arkansas at that point because we were still in kentucky when i got my x-wing i had i mean i had the x-wing i had the uh, the, the white TIE Fighter. I had Vader's TIE Fighter. And oh, I always loved, wanted that one. Loved them, but I was always with the X-Wings. If if I was still collecting when it came out, I would have gotten several of the original A wings. But it wasn't until I was an I adult. Never and I'm got like, the I'm yeah, like, I didn't have that one either. What what pilot's this? This is a fake, right? The guy goes, "No, it's an A wing pilot." I'm like, "They made A wings." <laughs> <laughs> well, five below a couple of years ago had the A wing from um, I think from Force Awakens. I have uh, to look at the packaging again. Oh yeah, it's, it's the blue one, uh, the yeah. white and blue. They had it for five bucks. <laughs> Five bucks. Yeah, I, I got one. Oh, wow. I should have gotten. I should have gotten. I, I more. never had an A wing toy. I had a B wing, but never an A wing. Yeah, I've got the newer. Yeah, A-wing. start checking five below here in the next month or so and watch because all the stuff that um, didn't sell because there was no movies or anything is going to be hitting five below in places like that. Yeah, I five below. Yeah. My Ross collection doing that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Ollie's is almost the same way. Oh, yeah. yeah so yeah, they, they need, Speaking of Black Series, they need to make an A-Wing because that's a sized vehicle that would yeah. be perfect for that. You know, they just have the the land speed, yeah. that, you know, came out. And, yep. Um, uh, there was know, an X-Wing. Could, wasn't there an X-Wing as well? Uh, I, uh, no, not... Not, not the not like the scaled one. Um, the scaled vehicles they have the Tie Fighter. I've got that right. one, the first order Tie Fighter. The, um, the, the other vehicles are more like the smaller stuff. Like they had uh, Ray with her with her speeder. speeder. They had Luke with his land right. speeder. Um, the speeder bikes. Yeah. Yeah, this, um, the speeder bike. The snow speeder just came out. Yes. About a month or two ago. Um, I almost, actually, um, the other day, or, or like two weeks ago, I was over at Ollie's, and I almost picked up Memphis Nest with her speeder bike. They had her swoop bike and her sitting on the rack there. My my daughter. That's a, that's a cool. My daughter was looking at that one because she really, like with the Legos, she, she loves collecting the different speeder bikes. She goes, I could care less about the figures <laughs> for the most part. Like she got uh, for her birthday one year, uh, the bounty hunter speeder bikes. She goes, I want, I want, uh, I forgot which bounty hunter she said she wanted to keep because it, it did not have Boba Fett in that set. Yeah. I don't know what, uh, she goes, I want to keep this one. You can have the others, but I'm keeping the bikes. She's she's got the she's got the Ezra set, um, where it comes with Ezra, Sabine, and a stormtrooper in the two bikes. Oh yeah, okay. she's got she's got that. If she sees the speeder bikes, uh, of course she's got Ray speeder because she she's a big Ray fan as well. If it's a speeder bike of some sort, she gets it. And I told her, I said, um, no, Lego's coming out with a 501st set that has a bark speeder in it and uh, and a little walker. She goes, you can have the walker. I want the spike. I want the speeder bike. I want the speeder, right? And and there's also that Heroes of Endor set that's uh, coming up for pre-order pretty soon that's going to have the speeder bike in it, too. Yep. She she even wants the little micro ones that shoot the darts at the little targets. She wants it just for this bike. I'm like, what are you trying to do? Build a Star Wars biker gang or something? (laughs) A biker army. (laughs) Her own version of Star Wars Sons of Apollo or something. (laughs) It's it's Tatooine's angels. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> closest thing to hell's angels you get right I, I i texted my collector buddy for you and he actually just sold a week ago his loose vintage kenner land speeder oh he oh. had one that he got in a trade he said literally he's like if you'd have got me a week ago i, I would have had it for you there, there's still a few things i'm looking for um <clears throat> er, like ever since i i built my r5 unit at galaxy's edge I am now looking for R5 units online, <laughs> loose, because uh, I've always loved astromechs, but I'm looking over at the astromechs that I have, and I have uh, two out now. I have uh, one on the wall, one on the wall, uh, I think it's it, R5, not going up to the attic, because I'm, I'm now going into my old stuff and looking at what am I going to go ahead and just pull out of the package and let it, because right. I'm at yeah. that stage, like, I'm not getting 
and stuff. <laughs> but, you know, there's some things I'm holding. I want to keep in the package. Like I have a, a Doctor Aphra vintage vintage collection figure when she was the fans' choice. I have her yeah. on the card, but I also have one loose. Uh, eventually, I want to get the San Diego Comic Con three pack both l- loose. I want to get the other. I want to get the two droids loose, but I also want the three pack in the box in, in the package. Um, and I discovered I'm. Like with the Star Tours set, I'm missing a two stitch Star Tours figures. I'm missing the Grievous and I'm missing the prequel Yoda. The only the only thing I got into collecting was the six inch Black Series line, yep. and, I, and I don't think I'm I, I don't think I'm even going to do the card back ones because they're reissues. I mean, and I'm trying to keep up with you know all the figures and stuff. Like I I, I actually have some of the rare stuff, like the original San Diego Comic Con stuff from what was like thirteen or fourteen or whatever. Right. Um, my brother got me the first two of them as a wedding present. I got married in October hmm. of uh, twenty fourteen, and I, it kind of got me into it. And I'm glad he did because those things are expensive now. <laughs> so I would I uh, would love to. Get- get the Zuckus Forlom set, 40th anniversary set that they did on Amazon because it, it's it goes with the set that I got at Celebration 5. Right. Where it's on the yeah. cards. It's, it's the exact same box as what they sold at Celebration. Mm-hmm. And that's the only thing with the Black Series is they do reissue a lot of stuff. I'm okay with so the reissues. That, that's, yeah. For me, I'm like, it's, it's hard enough <laughs> keeping up with the damn ones in the box. So, like, well, I, <laughs> I'm, uh, well, because of the Bounty Hunters and even that, I'm now collecting Four Lom and Suckus. Uh, I'm collecting Chewbacca's and other Wookiees as, as I could find them. Uh, Astromechs, as I, as I could get them with right now, the, the main fa- focus being R5 units. Um and I'm probably also looking at a bunch of R4 units as well because uh, they're they're the more unique out there. Uh, yeah. R2s are are common quite a bit. Uh, I do have a R6, R7. Now it's R, see there R6 or R9, but I got that because of being at Disney with the build a droid at Disney. Sure. Um, but other than that, you know, Black Series, I'm kind of picky on what I'm after at the moment. Um, I'm still looking for triple zero in the Black Series. Right. Uh, yeah. I want to get the ADAT drivers because I, I love the ADAT pilots. Um, I'm sitting next to one right now. It's right here on the wall. <laughs> I know. Um, I'm looking at possibly getting um, some... Uh, the, the various Hans, and of course, the various Chewies from Black Series, uh, maybe Lando. Um, I want to get Hondo as well. I want to try and do a whole s- smuggler scoundrel collection. Yeah. Um, I need to get some Scarif Troopers. I have three Scarif Captains. I need okay. to get some Scarif Troopers. And I may get uh, one of the other, one of each of the other Troopers from Rogue One to c- kind of round out a Rogue One collection. Yeah. it's Black Series is so weird because you don't, anymore you don't know what's going to blow up and what isn't yeah you know like so i've started kind of trying to guess and when i do pre-orders if it's something i think is going to be big i buy two so that i have one to trade for example you know they got the the rebels characters they're re-releasing but they're finally putting out zeb well everyone's been you know completely asking for zeb ever since the first wave of them came out so i pre-ordered two zebs you know i'm like okay and and ezra ezra Actually, he was only available in a two-pack, wasn't he? he no, they've never made no, him available. Not, not in the six-inch. Yeah, in the six-inch, there's been no Zeb. So this is the first time that he's going to be released. Oh, okay. Uh, three and three-quarter, he was only available in the two-pack. And he yeah, was only available in the two-pack with yeah. that. But, but it's like you, you never know what's going to blow up. Like I, I pre-ordered uh, Celebration last year at the Hasbro booth. I pre-ordered the Emperor and the Throne, and it was it was $30. Well, that thing, my buddy just bought it, and he had to pay $125. Dollars yeah. aftermarket to get that, and it's it's you know so you never know. Like General Grievous, I bought two of him, thirty bucks a piece, and now those things are going for like seventy five, eighty dollars. And then there's other ones, you know, like Enfys Nest and the Swoop Bike you just mentioned is you know sixty dollars retail, but now it's devalued to about forty, forty five. So you just you never know anymore. So, right. Some things take off and some things don't. So it's kind it was of, even less than that. It was a it was at Ollie's. It was maybe fifteen, twenty bucks. Uh, for for the for the black series? Uh, no, what, no. What was the black series. It was the regular three and three quarter. Three three and three quarter. Yeah, and I think ours had it for seven fifty. Wow. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Um, that is the one good thing about the six inches. If you go on Amazon or something, there's, you know, the peg warmer figures, like that people call them, like the, the sucky hey, ones. Hey, you're Ollie's North Canton had it. I, see, I got I got to go look for that, man, because like I've, I've got to check this out. Because that's the one thing I haven't done is get the really cheap ones, because you can get some for like seven or eight bucks on Amazon. Yeah. And I, I basically wait until I've, I've saved up enough Amazon credits. Like, you have $9.48 in points. Do you want to use them? I'm like, hell yeah. And I'll go out and get like, you know, director Krennic or something for like eight dollars <laughs> is basically free so yeah. you know but uh yeah that but yeah, like i said that's that's the only line i collect because if you start going down that rabbit hole you just i i had initially started going down that rabbit hole with the three and three quarter and i, and I had to stop and, and really get selective on what i pick because if not i'll end up like some of these people you see online and go yep i started with power of the force too and i haven't stopped yeah. and, and, and when they buy a new and they, and they buy a new house every five years because they even though they're a family of four they have a seven bedroom house because three bedrooms are nothing but yeah I mean, my, my buddy's like that he's he doesn't have kids my collector friend he He's got a huge bedroom with like beautiful glass cases with all the pristine vintage stuff that he's got. Um, you know the life size Vader suit, the life size, yeah. uh, you know the twenty thousand dollar ones, you know the sideshow ones. He's got that and the Boba Fett and Yoda and stuff like that. And and then you go down in his basement and it's it's enormous finished basement, double sided. And one side is like his entertaining area, which is nothing but Star Wars stuff of his, and the whole other side is his backup collection. <laughs> I mean, it's like a, it's like a storeroom in there. And um, uh, the one guy that I know who who dropped like eleven grand at Celebration <laughs> has bookshelves where the shelves are on sliders, and it's set up where wow. it's got all his figures carded, just sitting on the shelves. And when you look at it, all it is is a line of cards, not even facing out. They're all you're seeing is down the side. No. Cool that you have them on display like this, but if I want to see what you got, I can't enjoy this. All, I, all I'm looking at is cardboard. It's like I've got no room for it, doing it any other way. <laughs> like, so, yeah. Um, we're coming close to the end of the show, so I'm going to give you a quick chance to turn the tables on us and ask us a question. Okay. Um, so since I was saying that, you know, we, we had discussed a little bit, like sometimes, you know, a little bit of an unpopular opinion or something you might be a little, something you don't really care for. I know uh, I was listening to a couple of recent episodes and you guys had talked about, you know, how the, the sequel trilogy suffers from not having a cohesive story written at the beginning and just split into three parts. Um, we we got into a discussion on our show and I, I, I want to get your guys opinions on this. But in hindsight, we kind of thought that they we I love the sequel trilogy, so I have no problems with it, um, except, except for Force Awakens. That's my least favorite Star Wars movie. But anyway. Um, hmm. we kind of thought, yeah, it's I, to me, I, I'm in the, it's a rehash of episode four camp, but that's a whole nother discussion. So, but, um, it's still a great movie, but, <laughs> um, we kind of thought that what would have made an amazing trilogy, especially given the quality of the one movie, um, would be rogue one. And I want to know what you guys think about what could have been if they would have actually taken the story of stealing the Death Star plans and made it into a trilogy. Interesting. <clears throat> I don't know. I don't know if it really warrants an actual trilogy. Person, I think it was a great movie, and I loved them. I loved it as a single movie. But I don't know if you stretch it out to a trilogy, it might end up being like uh, the Hobbit trilogy. That's a very good comparison. See, I I got a different twist on this, but I'm gonna let Kim yeah. go next. Well, for me, I. Stretching that into a trilogy would have possibly been um, problematic because Rogue One is a setup to one to um, A New Hope. Right. So it's like, and it's actually only a setup to the to. Um, I mean, it's the main part of A New Hope. It's a setup for the um, for that movie. So if you do a trilogy to set up, so you, it would have been. Interesting to see them take three movies to set up one. Right. Yeah. Okay. I think you could have put too much into it. This the way I think it. Rogue One was so awesome because they were limited on their time and they were able to focus exactly on what they were doing. They didn't have a chance to add a whole lot of extra stuff to it. 
So you, there's a lot of extra stuff that wasn't needed. This is a spy war movie, so you don't need to add all the extra stuff to it. Whereas a full-on trilogy, you have to actually introduce an entire cast of characters. You got to develop them out. You got to give them something to do for six hours on screen. Mm. Okay. Yes. Yeah, okay. For me, <clears throat> I would take the trilogy a different way. Leave Rogue One as Rogue One, first film in the trilogy. Second film in the trilogy is based on the both and spies that brought brought us the plans for the Death Star 2. Oh, okay. Then your third trilogy could be whatever spy network comes afterwards to kind of help bring the end of the Empire into and then start the New Republic. Because we know there's still some, some tells there as we're getting with the Mandalorian, and there's still some spy network around somewhere to help oust all these people to make the New Republic a more of a thing. Yeah, okay. So it's almost like the spy trilogy almost in a way. Exactly. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, I I, th- I think the the reason yeah, we got so on that it, would make sense. Yeah, I, I think the reason we got on the topic was because it, it seems like the people there was much more I think of a universal love for the characters in Rogue One than there was you know because people had problems with this character or that character this character or that character with the sequel trilogy and with right. the you know the choppiness of not having that cohesive story. You know, if you say, all right, well, here's three movies about the Death Star plans. Okay, that's one thing you could chop it into three bits. And people actually, you know, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I'd be fine seeing Cheered in Wayne three movies instead of one. So, you know, as an example, I love Mm Cheered in Wayne. Yeah. That's that's the character I never knew I never knew I was gonna love. I remember seeing the trailers going, Oh my god, they got a blind guy with a stick (laughs) whooping ass on stormtroopers. Give me a break, really. And then I came out of the movie, I'm like, (laughs) he is my new favorite Star Wars character. I love this guy. Like I had no idea I was gonna be into it. So, but yeah, I just, I, I was, I think from a character perspective, I just thought it might've landed a little better and from a story point, but I think you guys make excellent points about, you know, dragging it out as opposed to making it concise as it is. Right. See, I, I think Rogue One was fine as well, also, I just think making the concept of the spy movies. Now, maybe there was a, a, a spy network that we weren't aware of that could be tied in, in you know, that relates to Empire Strikes Back. Sure. Maybe well, we'll, they're going to show that, you know, in, in the Cassie and Andor show and Disney Plus, right. you know, they'll show pre-Rogue one. So right. they're, they'll be, they're doing that. So, so you know, if we do something right. that, that's in between some sort of spy, the Star Wars spy saga. Yeah. Whether it's Imperial spies or, or Rebellion spies, obviously we're going to have, there, there would be two Rebellion. But if, if the one in the middle for the Empire area, whether that's Rebellion or Imperial, I, I think a, a spy saga would be incredible. I like that idea. I like it a lot. So where can people find you online? Uh, we have all the usual uh, locations. We are on Facebook. Just look for Nerf Herder Council. Uh, our Twitter page, I'm fairly active. I try to remain fairly active on that. That is at NHC Podcast. Uh, and uh, we have our YouTube channel. Again, just look up uh, the Nerf Herder Council. And uh, that one's actually going to be ramping up a little bit uh, that and our Facebook page, as I said, you know, at the beginning of the show, because we will be doing live video. Usually it's uh, 8 p.m. Eastern time every other Wednesday and probably I'd say about two weeks. um, We should be ready to get that going. I, I just have to get used to the new software that we're using. Uh, okay. So I don't go live and just start clunking around, but uh, <laughs> you know. So yeah, the website is uh, nerfherdercouncil.com, so that one's nice and easy. Um, and uh, all of our audio episodes are available on Spreaker. That's the best place to find us. We're on all kinds of podcast apps, but uh, the main hub for that is uh, Spreaker, which is speaker with an R. Uh, Spreaker.com. Awesome. And, and what was your MySpace account again? <laughs> 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 should probably go do that. Is, isn't that coming back? Somebody, somebody said it's coming back now or something. Okay. Supposedly it was coming back. And uh, while, while we're at it, while we're at it, can we also have your uh, social security number and, uh, <laughs> and your CompuServe email. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget about your GeoCity site. Yeah, right. <laughs> CompuServe? Yes, CompuServe. <laughs> and uh, uh, maybe an AOL if you have one. I'm sure somewhere. Yeah. I'm, 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 what, what's your What's your ICQ office. number? <laughs> well, you know, you got to have everything these days, right? It's you know. Sure. Yeah, sure I was yeah. I was told I was told I have to get on Twitch if I'm doing video, and I was like, Isn't that where kids play video games? Like I'm a 44 year old Star no, Wars nerd. Yeah, it, Twitch is being used for more than just video games now. But see that the shows what I know. I am so yeah. untechnical. I'm just you know. Hey, I watch Gigi Edgeley. I know. I'm the her same shows, way. So. <laughs> Um, On that note, only one thing left to be said. Give the evacuation code signal. All right, cut the 
object. I can hold it. Pull up! No, I'm all right. I have placed information vital to the survival of the rebellion into the memory systems of this R2 unit. I've lost R2. Look, don't worry. Everything's going to be fine. Trust me.